0: Good evening everyone. My name is Coach Wilson and I'm here for episode 12 of Win Daily. Not used to doing this in the afternoon, but gonna drop a little bit of different type of information on everybody today. And what my topic is, is analytics. We've seen the rise of big data being utilized throughout large corporations in sports, in the military, and really driving you know all aspects of decision making. you know any large governing body in today's modern society and really through the start of you know social media and everything gone digital which happens to be the trend in today's day and age and so when we think about data how much does it impact our everyday lives Uh, some people you know you could argue see no need for data whatsoever I know you know my dad always says This is way over my head. Well, to some degree, the people who are 45 and up, who have no interest in ever getting tech savvy, we're now at a crossroads in which you are sort of forced to adapt. Now, I'm not saying that technology is absolutely everything, but we live in a world in which if you're not evolving, you're inevitably gonna die. And as the world is changing rapidly, you might as well be ahead of the eight ball here in order to kind of position yourself because there's a lot of exciting things that I think are ahead after we get out of whatever we wanna call this. But I do think that there is optimism for the future, but first we have to utilize data as our friend as opposed to vilifying it. Nothing is inherently good or evil it's how man allows it to impact so with that being said starting with data the one thing that i feel is that it's only as good as our ability to either interpret it leverage it or to utilize it as a tool to then make adjustments to what our strategy is and whatever it is that we're doing now what i want to focus on is the sports world to start now the houston rockets really changed the game maybe about seven or eight years ago when they hired Daryl Morey as the GM. I believe Daryl Morey had a background from MIT and was very much into sports analytics, and they actually allowed him to use his strategy to really shift their philosophy in ball, and that's really allowing the guys from the two, three, and four spots to really be interchangeable, be wings, and if you can have some flexibility with your five, being able to run the floor, spread the court, and shoot the three, then the point guard can truly be a floor general. And so he ran that, Philosophy to immense success with Steve Nash, but they couldn't get over the hump. So the theory with the Rockets was, if we can just shoot three balls and get dunks, and or you know two points inside the paint, which are just more highly effective shots, then we can run up and down the court, chuck up threes, and if we shoot a high volume of threes, if we can shoot at least 30% and just get more possessions than the other team, that's gonna increase our chances to win exponentially. Well, that was a school of thought for the Rockets, and they did have some success. They weren't quite able to get over the hump, but what we did see was a trend throughout the NBA where now you know you have you know your one star that can dominate the ball in ISO. Everybody spreads the floors with what we call 3 and D guys, and now we've seen, I wouldn't say the extinction of the big man, but that big man has got to be able to shoot really because you have a lot more flexibility when you spread the floor, and spreading the floor only happens when every guy on the court can shoot a three, and the three-point shot has a lot more value than it did, let's say, 20 years ago because the data indicates that if you shoot more threes, it'll drastically increase your likelihood of winning the game. Who's to say what's right or wrong? What I do think is neglected is the element of height and having some bigs that can bang down low and really controlling time possession in um, playing gritty on defense. I still think that those two things are paramount in not just basketball, but I think any sport, uh, physicality and defense. But you know, we see this blend between the numbers dictating change and some philosophies that we feel can be fundamental concepts. Now that's just one avenue. Another one being the world of football. Now, from a pure game plan, let's change our ideology and how the game is played, not gonna happen anytime just because I kind of refer to football people as dinosaurs and they avoid change at all costs. That's why everyone in the NFL still operates, for the most part, out of 11 personnel, we're still talking three, four, four, three, these basic concepts and still things like the West Coast offense. The NFL, where the athletes have gotten more athletic, the style of play has not changed in maybe 15, 20 years. Um, You know, outside of the fast-paced, air raid shotgun style, Um, Believe me when I tell you that, between having seven guys in the line of scrimmage and having a quarterback take a ball, uh, take a snap uh, to start the play, there's a lot more ways you can play football, but no one dares to think differently. But where I find data analysis to be so valuable in the game of football is understanding the down and distance and looking at a team's history of what plays they call in specific situations, looking at the percentage of calling a play from a hash. Or think about how their play calling changes when they're playing with the lead or they're coming from behind. And so that's where this data will really dictate tendency. And then once you understand who you're playing and what their capabilities are relative to down and distance, well, now you already have three-fourths of the answers of the test. I know that when I was scouting, um, specifically at the high school level where coaches don't have really wide playbooks and you can identify a kid's weakness pretty quickly, I would literally, if I saw a formation one time, I would know all the potential plays out of that formation where I force kids to take timeouts on third and fourth downs by calling out their plays by just doing my homework with, you know, finding the data and then leveraging it to my advantage. I think we will see a time in which coaches are looking at, okay this quarterback um you know throws good rolling out to this side of the field and man i I can go into so many different examples of you know the way the game of football can be played with just changing formations running the same play out of 100 different formations so if i have one base play and i have 40 different formations and let's say 20 different motions then you know i have an infinite amount of play potential with just that one play making it look different with what we call window dressing. So that's where I find analytics to be very favorable in the game like football. Now, another aspect of analytics and how they can impact performance, especially because that's my industry. And so what we think about is things like wearables, the Fitbit, the Apple Watch, the Garmin, and now the Aura Ring. And the Aura Ring I find to be the most valuable one just because it gives you more in-depth knowledge or excuse me, in-depth detail about how your body is recovering and if you're ready to perform. But going into things like the Fitbit they're great mechanisms to let you know the common person see how active they are. My watch, it's a polar watch, will tell me if I'm sitting down for too long and notify me when to get up. Now I think that these are great ways to keep the common person active. However We hear data, 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 track your workout, track your meal. I don't think the average person really wants to track all that much. And that's okay. Um, I think that we're still at a point where these things are perceived to be a little unnatural. But I think what we really have to establish is what information does matter to us. And so to kind of go through the next step of the process when I talk about um, how to leverage data, and that's into... The business world and it's what do we need to kind of figure out who is our ideal customer where are they found what are they into okay and that's where you know the companies like the Facebooks and the Amazons seem to get us is they understand this information but imagine finding that information relative to what your personal goal is whether it be an industry that you're trying to study to kind of figure out you know some of the little tricks to the trade, or you know, some some trends that you know you're you're coming up on early before anyone else does. Ways to get notified on something shakes up in your industry. Uh, it, it's the most minor things, and if you can find ways to quantify things that impact your goals, you don't need to get every metric in the world. And I would say you start off with something as simple as three. Like, okay, I want to know the primary story that's being covered at 8 o'clock in the morning on the news and then I want to see about three to five different sources of it but I have one story that I want to see and understand how it impacts well from a global standpoint. I want to see how many steps I took today and I don't care about how many calories or the macros in any of my meals, let's just say I want to eat three meals today and then get some consistency out of that and then we can start breaking it down and getting into more of those micro details. And so when we talk about analytics and the power of numbers, and all is number. Actually, all is one. But before we dive into any of those things, it's all about what's important to you. And so when you can establish what that is and then figure it out, what is gonna impact your bottom line, and it might not be a dollar amount, I like to always put the bottom line in terms of wins and losses. But a win doesn't necessarily have to be financial gain, it could just be the execution of a task. So any bit of information that is going to facilitate my success into doing what I need to do on that given day, that's data that is worth seeking out for myself. And so numbers are not the enemy. They can very much be our friend and whether we like them or not, they're gonna be here. So don't get every device in the world, but figure out one or two that uh, that work for you and then make them work for you, do just that. That's all I got, Coach Wilson checking in, giving you some fun facts. Take them, apply them, use them, win.